Hello everyone, and welcome back. This is a special episode of the Crewcast. Um, I I really don't even know how to start this. This is I've been thinking about this for since Saturday morning. Um, but I've gotten so many people asking me to, you know, share what I experienced on Friday night that. I feel like I have to, I I need to. So yeah. So basically I'm just going to give you guys the like I'm going to do it two parts. This is going to be the Astro World Fest and how Friday went and I'm going to do another one how the rest of my experience in Houston was on Saturday and Sunday. So cuz I don't want to put everything in one big episode. And the Astro World Fest might even go to um, two episodes because I can only record for 30 minutes. So let me go ahead and get started. So anyway, um, I arrived at NRG Park at about, I want to say about 12. No, it was more like 1130. I wanted to get there early because I wanted to see... I wanted to see what was what all was there, and I wanted to get there early because I wanted to see Metro Boomin, and who didn't show up, by the way. That was a great start to my day. But backtrack, as I get in there, there's tons of people. Like before I even got to the COVID check, there was already a couple who had jumped the fence. Like I wasn't there super early to see all the people like rushing in and breaking down the fence and all that, but there was a couple that I saw jump the fence and um, I went through the COVID check, got my COVID test, got inside and I got to the front gates and where you scan your wristband. And there was this giant crowd of maybe 40 or 50 people like trying to rush in and get in without paying or scanning a wristband. And there was like four or five cops and, um, they were like yelling. They're like, "Get the fuck back! Get the fuck back! Go, get back now!" And I was like, probably 40 or 50 yards, probably even more than that away, and I could hear the cops clearly yelling at them. And every all these people, it was like a school of fish. They all were like huddled together, and they all ran away. And I saw someone throw a trash can at like the overhang on where the the gates were, and they kind of like all like kind of congregated to like this middle area between the two entrances and then i just see them kind of rush back and kind of go back in there again after the cops kind of walked away and kind of stopped caring so that was crazy and then a couple minutes later i saw a guy hold on a second <sighs> sorry i saw a guy get arrested like i hadn't even gotten inside yet it was maybe it was maybe 12:15 at this point. I wasn't even inside the gate and I hadn't scanned my wristband yet. And this guy was already getting, you know, t tackled and getting taken down by security. He was, he had a guy, he had the uh, security guard on him and he ran and got him off of him. And then he juked the absolute shit out of the second one. Like that, that security guard's ankles are gone. They're gone. And then um, the last, the third security guard grabbed him and then he tried to get up the guy that was running away tried to get up and then the security guard basically slammed him on the ground again to make sure to give the other guards enough time to get to him and you know detain the the guy and then 
when I, while I was in there at first, it wasn't that bad. But during the Metro Boomin concert, there was a lot of stuff being thrown around, and it got it got more and more wild as it time progressed. It started off with like simple stuff, like <clears throat> there was there was um sorry there was a a, a couple of sweaters that were thrown. Someone threw like a a pillow that they won from one of the carnival games, and then I saw a shoe get thrown. And then someone threw a phone horizontally across the entire crowd. They probably got a really good video. That was probably a really cool video, but their phone's probably broken. But yes, yeah, I saw a phone. And then um, I saw a toilet paper roll. And then I saw a different type of shoe and some like multiple shoes. And people were throwing like half-emptied uh, cans of cacti and water bottles. And I, I literally got all the different flavors of cacti probably on me throughout the day. And my clothes, when I got back to my to where I was staying, they all smelled like fruit. Like they was super fruit fruity smelling. I felt like I just like ran through like a a fruit festival. But then someone threw a broomstick. Um, they were throwing a broomstick across, and yeah, so it just was crazy to begin with. And um, I mean Metro Boomin, since he didn't come out, I mean he wasn't even out, and people were starting up mosh pits and stuff like that, and that actually was caught in quite a few of them. Um, I didn't get like punched or anything, but um, I was caught up <laughs> in getting into the mosh pits and whatnot. And um, yeah, after after the Metro Boomin, I kind of didn't go to any more um performances until Don Tolliver later on in the day, so. Metro Boomin was at 1 to 1.30, and after that, I, I went and got some food. I was checking out other stuff, and then I got in line for merch, and me and this guy started talking and started, you know, conversating and whatnot, and then I went to the Don Tolliver concert. I, I literally spend most of my day waiting in line for merch, so um, that's basically what I did is was stand in line. I stood in line for merch for about four hours. And I really didn't realize how many people were at the concert and at the festival until, you know, I realized, hold on, give me a second, got to let my dog out. And so my dad told me that there was like 50,000 people there. So, and it really got busy, it got busier as the day progressed. And, um, as I'm standing in line, you know, I'm seeing all these people and I'm, I, I do see quite a few kids. I didn't see a lot of kids, but I, I maybe saw six or seven kids and i don't mean like little kids like the youngest kid i saw maybe he was the, the smallest kid i saw was little like he looked like he was maybe in late elementary school at at the at the probably the earliest well no probably at the latest he was probably late elementary fourth or fifth grade and then but he was with his mom and like an older sibling or something like that but then i did see a kid who was by himself who looked like he was in the 11 to 13 year range. So he was a small, um, skinny kid. Um, thank God I um, I found out that he wasn't the small child that died because if I would have known that that was the kid, I mean, obviously I'm upset that anyone died in the first place, but if I, if I, <sighs> sorry, if I would have known that it was the kid that I saw multiple times throughout the day, that probably would have really messed me up because I, I saw – I did see a lot of people, but I didn't recognize any of the people's pictures that I saw. Um, but, yeah, I did see some kids there, 
and I really didn't understand why there was kids there in the first place when um, probably 80% of the people there were drinking and there was so much there was so much drugs like there was so much weed like it smelled like weed and cigarettes and blunts like all day long like it was ridiculous i and people were probably doing other sorts of drugs like i can't even i probably can't even guess what like the amount of different types of drugs that were at that festival but i knew for sure people were getting drunk um there was a girl that actually passed out about four or five people over from me during the Metro Boomin um, set while we were waiting, and it w- that was at like maybe 120, 130, so I couldn't imagine. And there was also a girl passed out before I even got right when I got past the COVID check gates. Um, there was a girl already passed out under a tree. She was she was already conscious again, but it looked like she had passed out, and her friends and and some um, officers were around her making sure she was okay, but. The fact that it wasn't even 2 o'clock yet and there was already two people that I'd seen passed out and the fact that I'd seen all these people rushing into the front gates just – I knew it was going to be a crazy-ass day. But I, I was prepared. I, I, I knew it was going to be ridiculously crazy. It's a festival and there's alcohol and there was like – it wasn't just cacti, like the, the shitty seltzer stuff. There was like vodka – and stuff like that. I don't know if there was any other types of alcohol, but I did see a sign, um, one of the alcohol um, descriptions that had vodka in it, and I'm sure that there was no, I, for as far as I know, there was no like wristbands or anything to mark and make sure people, you know, could only be limited to a certain number of drinks. So people were drinking as much as they wanted, and were probably not drinking water because water was being sold at five dollars a bottle, and the there was one. There was a single filtered water station that there was a line, probably a 45, 50 minute wait. It was a really long line. It was ridiculous that they're selling. But but honestly, five dollar waters like those. There was line specific for drinks. So honestly, five five dollars for some water. I would I would pay that if I really needed water, which I did. I did at one point during the day after standing in line. And being on the sun after a while, I was like, okay, I really need some water. So I got went and got a water. I was like, okay, five dollars. That sucks. I had to pay five dollars for a freaking water bottle, but I'd rather drink water than you know get dehydrated and pass out. So the day the day progressed, and it was it wasn't you know a whole lot of crazy stuff that went down. Um, went to the Don Tolliver concert uh, set, and that was amazing. That's where I got my sunburn. If you've seen my you know, my Snapchat story, you see the stupid little blister thing I've got on my nose, and my face was all red the other day, and now it's all, you know, peeling a little bit and getting a little, like, crusty because it's getting dried out, um, but yeah, I did, hold on, I gotta burp again, sorry, every time I talk so much, all this air, anyway, yeah, so basically after the Don Tolliver, I stood in line for merch until about I was in line till probably about eight eight fifteen. So I got in line at two. So it was more like six hours. I don't I really don't know how long I stood in line because I really wasn't keeping track, and also I was trying to keep my phone like off and in my pocket and not waste the battery so I could save it for the Travis Scott set because I knew I was gonna waste a lot of battery during that. So. It was about 8.15, 8.30-ish. 
I get out of line, have my merch. Um, I put on the merch so I don't have to worry about carrying it. And then I get, you know, dinner. I get a quesadilla. It was really good. And I found a stand with some sweet tea. I know this is stupid little details, but I'm just really trying to go through the whole day just so I can let y'all know that, you know, it wasn't all bad. And honestly, for me, it wasn't really bad at all. There's a, there's one part coming up in a little bit that's kind of bad, but not really. Um, but I eat, called my mom, told her, hey, I'm, ate a, I'm eating a quesadilla for dinner. I got my merch. I spent 150 something dollars on merch. I would have spent more if they had, you know, a shirt or two that I wanted. Um, I could have easily spent 200 bucks on merch, but I would, you know, I wanted to wait and, you know, to the next day, which unfortunately didn't happen. And so after I ate and got a, got my drink and got a water or whatever, I went over and I got my spot for the Travis concert and I stood and waited till 8.45. So I, I stood and waited for about 20, 25 minutes maybe. Um, and then the concert started. And it was weird because before the concert, it, it was kind of, it was really crammed in. Like I, I probably could have like, yeah, I was basically in this guy's like arms. Basically, I felt like like he was taller than me, and he was like kind of more. He wasn't he wasn't built built, but he looked like he was kind of he was athletic. He was athletic looking. Um. So and then, so and then, but then as soon as the concert started, it was it was like a wave. It was just like a whoosh. Like everyone just moved up. Like it was so weird. And then. All of a sudden, I'm being moved like a joystick. Like, I'm moving back and forth. Like, I, I feel like Michael Jackson during that one where, like, he does, like, the whole, like, cone rotation. He, do, like, does a whole, like, 360, like, but his feet are still on the ground. That's how it felt. But I was actually moving, and I had no control over where I was moving. And it was it was kind of scary because I was literally being shifted, you know, five ten feet in a matter of seconds and i had no control and i'm not a small person you know <laughs> i'm six feet i'm in the you know the mid 200 pounds range so i'm not a small person but there was people around me who were really small there was a group of girls you know behind me at one point who were all you know combined they were maybe all combined all there was maybe i think there was five of them maybe combined they were 120 130 pounds each so they were maybe like 600 pounds total so they were getting probably thrown around like bean bags and there was a couple next to me who the guy and the girl were both really small and i like i'm getting sh i get shoved into them i ha I'm, I'm apologizing to like everyone i run into cuz you know i f i feel bad that they're getting you know this freaking 200 plus pound guy just shoved into them and one of the guys like hey don't don't apologize don't worry about it you know it's not your fault where you can't you know you can't stop everyone and i'm like yeah that is a good point but i still felt bad you know i'm i'm being forced into all these other people but after that lasted maybe 10 minutes and then after that, people started, you know, panicking and getting out and because they were tired of that. But then after that, I didn't have any more issues after that. It was I had space. I was able to jump around. If you saw my Snapchat, I was jumping around, having a great good old time. And um, so I continued watching the concert. And then I left right before Travis brought Drake out. So 
I don't know what time that was, but he right when he brought out Drake is right when I left the uh, the whole crowd because I needed to get water after that, you know, that 10 minutes of being pushed around and, you know, I just got done jumping and whatnot. So I'm like, all right, I need to get some water before I pass out and my phone's about to die. So I need to find somewhere to charge it so I can get an Uber back to where I was staying. And hold on, I need to breathe for a second. Sorry about that. I'm not used to talking for this long straight. And so, and I watched, I was there when he stopped the concert. I was there when he saw the amp and he's like, yo, what the fuck is that? And, um, no, I didn't hear people there. The whole crowd was not chanting, stop the show. Um, nobody knew that people were dying. Um, the, the videos of, um, are so taken out of context guys. Like I, I really can't address that enough. Like this shit that people are putting on Twitter to try to make, you know, I'm I'm not trying to defend Travis Scott all the way, but I'm saying it was not completely. I wouldn't even put half the blame on him. He's up. He was 30, 40 feet in the air on this giant tower. He could not see shit. He's got lights on him. He can't hear shit. He's got the speakers right behind him, like blasting music. Like, and when he's stopping the concert, he's thinking someone just passed out, which happens all the time at concerts. So, like, I'm not saying you know. He couldn't have stopped the show. He could have stopped the show at any point. And, you know, but at the same time, it's not like he knew, oh, there's one person dead. There's another person dead. There's another person dead. Like, they didn't know until, you know, they made him stop. So, I didn't hear any stop the show, stop the show chants, nothing like that. Um, If anything, where I was, we were, everyone over by me was having a blast. We were having a grand old time. We were having so much fun. We're all, you know, singing the songs, doing whatever. Um, the most disappointing part to me that night was he didn't sing the ending part of 90210. He just went to the next song. I think that was actually when he stopped. He stopped that 90210 and then continued it back up. And then he didn't sing the last part because he wanted to move on to the next song. And that was, like, disappointing. I was, like, it's like 90210 is probably one of my favorite. It's probably if my favorite, if not top three favorite Travis Scott songs. Anyway, so... Drake comes out, I'm walking away, and, um, shit, I got my water, walked away, I was looking for, I was walking around looking for the charging stations and whatnot so I could start charging my phone, and I actually had to leave, like, the main area to find, like, go out of the gates and you can't come back in, blah, 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 to charge my phone. But as I'm, I don't know if you guys, if you guys have me on Snapchat or Instagram, I don't know if I, I know I posted on Snapchat, but I don't know if I posted on Instagram, the big, you know, Travis got head with the mouth open with the tunnel and the, and the asteroid. As I'm walking past that, um, Travis got singing goosebumps and, and all of a sudden I just he, don't hear anything. And I turn around and I'm like, what's, what happened? He didn't like nothing's, no, I don't hear anything anymore. And then I, of convenient, well, not conveniently um there was two security guards or something passing by and the radio goes off and they're like that's the last song and so i'm like oh shoot i need to get to the charging station but I, as i'm walking away i'm like that's just really weird that he didn't do anything after that you know i i would have thought he would have said something like i love you houston i love you Astro World fest or whatever the hell because he said it during the concert i feel like he had at the end he'd be like you know, I've been doing this for, you know, this is my third one, blah, blah, blah. And I love all y'all. Thank you for coming out. Stuff like that. But it was, but it was because the authorities made him stop is why. 
so they made more sense after. But I didn't get to see, you know, the ambulance, the the medical, you know, all the first responders rolling in and all that. But I did see it on a YouTube video from like from the news and stuff like that of all the um, first responders rolling in to start stuff and making people leave. So, um, yeah. But I didn't even I didn't even know that people had died until the next morning. So it wasn't like ever like. I guess I, I could guess I could say I got lucky for leaving early, cause I guess stuff was happening after was like happening quite a while after that, and all this stuff talk about the nine o'clock stuff, um, that might have been when stuff started going down, but he can we like nobody knew anything if you know everyone would have known by then that in all the ambulances and the police officers started rolling in at nine o'clock. Then he would have stopped the show, and everyone would have known that all these, you know, first responders were rolling in. So, but all in all, um, if when I when it really comes down to it, I honestly feel like this is like more so on the people than it is like obviously, you know, there should have been better medical staff. That that's really the part where I put on Travis and you know. The whole, you know, um, trying to think of the, the whole planning group and all the people that, you know, plan this shit. They should have had more people that were, you know, medically qualified to care for these people that are in cardiac arrest. And that's the blame I put on them. But at the same time, people should not have been, you know, trampling and stepping on the people, other people and shit like that. And... So honestly, it, it, there's really no one to really fully blame. But you can't find the people who trampled, you know, the, pe- the you know the people that died. You can you know pinpoint who it was. So the best you can do is blame the people who put it together. But I I just I honestly feel like it really sucks that all the blames being put on Travis Scott just because he was performing and and Drake for some reason is getting sued as well. Apparently some of the lawsuits are targeted at Drake now. Which I think is weird because Drake was on the stage for, you know, a few minutes. It, it was just really weird. So, it it honestly, but it's just ridiculous how Pete like. I really feel like the 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 ridiculous amounts of people that were being stupid and pushing and shoving and just being ridiculously outrageously crazy should be more to blame here than anything because it it was just ridiculous being being moved around being as big as i am and i'm and i'm you know i wasn't scared for my life but i was i was genuinely worried and i but i had the you know i've never been to a i haven't been to a concert since i was a little kid the last concert i went to was a wiggles concert at veterans memorial arena when i was like three so and we were all sitting down and you know so that was i really wouldn't consider that a concert so this was my first concert festival everything but you know i've i've gotten the experience of going downtown to florida georgia and knowing that people are ridiculously stupid and crazy so i had that you know that sense and experience of knowing that like if you get on the ground you're i'm done so that's like what was my main priority. I wasn't focused on anything else. I'm luckily no one around me got um, was knocked over. I don't think, but 
it was scary because I was right on the edge of where the concrete and the ground does. And there's probably, there was about a four or five inch drop. And I was, I was probably four or five feet onto the concrete by the time this show started. And I was pushed off the concrete at one point. Um, luckily I was able to find my footing quick enough, but that was the closest I got to falling. So if I would have stayed on the concrete the whole time, I would have been fine. But I knew I had to, no matter what, I had to stay on my feet and I had to make sure I kept my balance because um, people were going to be stepping all over me if, if not. And that would have been bad. And also, I feel like the people that were trampled on, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to make assumptions, but I really feel like, um, I, never mind, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want people to get mad at me for making assumptions. Because um, I, I really don't, I really don't know what, what all happened and how these people were but it's it was it's just crazy it was crazy waking up and having a, a text message from a missed call and a text message from every single one of my relatives and I had no idea and but thank god thank god I had talked to my mom when I got home and I kept on checking up with her if you guys go anywhere out of town, you're by yourself, please make sure you check in with a family member or anything every so often. Because if I hadn't checked in with my mom and throughout the day and told her what was going on and I'd called my brother at one point and I called my mom when I got back to where I was staying, I, I think my entire family would have been in Houston before I could have even woken up. Like, <clears throat> I think the earliest text I got was maybe 8 a.m., and I and that was in Florida time, so it was 7 a.m. for me. So by the time I was waking up at 9:30, they would have already had like you know tickets for a flight to Houston, and they would have been freaking the hell out. I know my mom would have been you know probably losing her mind. She would have been you know worried sick to her stomach, wondering if her son made it out of there alive or if I was one of, you know, the eight plus people that, you know, they were still figuring out how many people had died or injured. But I'm just glad that I kept up and, and kept informing my mom of what was going on and stuff like that. And, and my, it was my uncle's birthday on Saturday. So, and he told my mom that the best birthday present he got in all of his 47 years of life was knowing that I was okay. And I, I wasn't one of the people that died. And I, I really, I'm just really thankful that I, I wasn't in the middle of all that crazy bullshit because, and I, I really got lucky. My mean sunburn was the worst thing I got. I mean, I got hit with a few empty water bottles, but it it hurt for it didn't even actually it didn't even hurt at all like it was just getting hit like and that was it but i'm i'm just glad that sunburn was the only thing that i got from that festival but my experience was great i had a really fun time i'm really glad i and i'm really glad i got to go whether i only got to go one day or two days i'm really glad i got to have this experience and i'm i had a really fun time even though I only saw two sets, well, two and a half, I saw Master P's, but I was too busy trying to get out of the crowd. I was really wasn't, really wasn't paying attention to Master P because no one knew who the hell that guy was. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's almost the end of my 30 minutes, so I'm trying going to try to wrap it up here. All in all, had a great time. Um, I'm I'm really upset because I'm reading the stories about these people that died, and I read up on the two best friends that 
died and hearing about how how helpful they were and amazing they were it just it really sucks it's always the good people that you hear about that pass away so early and so tragically like i'm not saying like the shitty people more were more deserving to die but it it just really sucks that you know it's someone that is helping out their community the one guy was helping helping disabled kids and was giving to his community and was a a, um, a leader and and just was selfless selfless like yeah i think that's the right word selfless like he cared more about others than he cared about himself if it's it was what i was reading and it just really sucks that people like that died like someone like that died because we really need people like that in this world especially in today's day and age and everything's so hectic and crazy so i it it was just it was hard to grasp for a second i'm fine i'm not like traumatized or anything because i didn't see anything but if you do know someone who was there and just make sure they're okay check up on them and please ask them if they need to talk about anything because i don't know if anybody else if you know anybody please you know text them and ask them hey did you see anything do you need to talk about anything i want to make sure you're okay because that it was really it was really traumatizing for some people and yeah no one should have to see things like that especially when you're trying to have fun and have a good time but anyway, I've got 30 seconds left, so thank you for listening to this. This was my Astro World experience, and I had a fun time, and I'm glad I got to do this, and I'm really upset that people ha- that people died because, because I had a really great time, and I felt like everyone else should have too. So that's it. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you guys for my second part. Peace out. One more quick thing before the episode ends. Um, This is a different recording. I'm realizing I should have done this at the end of the last one. But if you guys have any uh, questions about like how my day went and other things like that, you can you can ask me them. And if I get enough questions, I'll make a short episode on that, or I'll add it in at the end of my part two um, of the rest of my experience in Houston. But yeah, that's pretty much it episode two Uh, i'm gonna wait a few days for that to let this one kind of sink in and you know let everyone have a chance to listen to it and ask me any questions if they do have questions but yeah that's pretty much it peace again